0: Now, before we dig in, I'd like to take a minute to acknowledge that the studio where I'm recording is situated within the traditional and unsurrendered territories of the Ganyangahaga First Nations. As settlers, it's important that we remember when the lands we occupy are not our own, and that we engage in conversations that challenge the colonial mindset. So I want to encourage you to take some time today and every day to reflect on your relationship with the land you live on, and with the indigenous communities of that area. So, Pasta Fest is the biggest celebration of fresh-made pasta in Montreal. With chefs from all around the city and province participating, and showing off their latest and greatest, you don't want to miss it. The fest itself is coming up from May 11th to 24th, but in the meantime, you can head to their website at the link in the description to check out all the restaurants participating, and plan out when and where you'll be getting your next fix of pasta. Make sure to follow them on Instagram, at PastaFestMTL as well, for photos, stories, and more highlighting the awesome food that's going to be present in this year's festival. Now it's no secret 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 to those of you who follow me on my Social media that I work in a restaurant That is uh, participating in the Festival this year so obviously uh, I'm a little bit biased and I'm very excited To be doing this very excited To be getting involved with the fest both on a Promotional level and on an actual On the ground level uh, as the Store that I work at Pasta Casarecchia is Going to be hosting a media event there this Coming week and also you know participating In all that the festival has To offer so uh, if you want To swing by Casarecchia sometime you know in the next couple weeks and get some delicious pasta say hi to me while you're at it you know I'll be there. So to kick off the festivities we've got a great episode today with the creator of Pasta Fest, Mathieu Fortin. The actual fest talk starts in the second half of the episode. The first half is an interview with Mathieu about another food that brings him endless joy and the way that that dish in a roundabout way kind of started him on the path that led him to create Pasta Fest in the first place. You'll see. <laughs> Without further ado let's get into it. All right folks, our special guest on this week's episode of No Bad Food is Mathieu Fortin, the founder of Pasta Fest and Pizza Fest here in Montreal. Matt is here today to tell us a little bit about Pasta Fest, which is coming up May 11th all the way through the 24th. Uh, we've got a lot of exciting exciting local pasta restaurants participating. Lots of exciting food stuff happening here in Montreal right now. And uh, I hear a rumor that there's even going to be a very special guest at the fest this year in Katie Parla from the Gola podcast. So lots to talk about, lots to look forward to. But before we dig into all the pasta fest stuff, Mattia, thank you so much for joining us on No Bad Food. How you doing?
1: Hey, not bad. Thanks for you, uh, Tom, to having me. It's uh, like I said, it's the first time for me on a podcast. And I'm uh, very very proud to have it with you uh, right now.
0: Well, I'm excited to have you here. I'm glad we finally got a chance to set this up. I feel like it's been in the works for a little while now.
1: (laughs) Yeah, absolutely.
0: So yeah, let's, let's talk a little bit about you. Let's talk about your food life. You know, where'd you grow up? How'd you grow up eating? What's your kind of food story?
1: Yeah, yeah. I used to be in the branding, food and services branding since 20 years now. And at the end of my uh, my young career in the branding and advertising industry, I was uh, appealed to um, to traveling a lot for my work. You know, what it is is to uh, maybe to visit the shows and the, the exhibition around the world. Like uh, an example, like in uh, in Italia, you have uh, in Rimini, you have a big um, exhibition. It's called the Cje. These places, uh, you meet all the. Coffee makers, pizza, big brand like Nutella, uh, like Ely stuff. So you visit, uh, you meet the people, and uh, it's a big, big industry. They have lots of people in Europe. And my work at that time is to find new clients. So mm-hmm. for making new advertising and branding, you know? Sure. Uh, and i visiting a little bit in Europe and um, lots in the US also. In New York, you have the Fancy Food Show. You also have in Vegas uh, the Pizza Expo, where everything's uh, began for me.
0: Yeah, you were just there again fairly recently at the time of this recording, too, right? Absolutely, the Pizza Expo.
1: It's three to four days at the end of uh, of March. And uh, it's like uh, the big uh, family gathering, um, collective meeting of everybody of the pizza in the US. Okay. And now in Canada, a little bit more and uh, lots of Italian too, because they have something very special. They have pizza challenges. Pizza challenge is very simple. So you have, uh, you know, when you're going in a pizzeria, you have uh, mostly it's, you have chef who's making the food or arrange the menu, example. But you also have pizza chef, master pizzaiolo, if you want mm. um, an Italian. So uh, basically, that person, it's uh, the people, the person in charge of the, the pizza. So the style and uh, the taste, the kind of pizza they will produce in the pizzeria, you know, because you have a lot of, st- uh, of style of pizza. And uh, this, uh, this Pizza Expo offered a challenge to compete with other guys from Pizzeria all around the world.
0: Did you get to like taste a ton of fantastic pizza while you were at this thing?
1: Oh, every time I, 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 I've been there, I discovering something new. Uh, even if uh, you know the styles, are, you have uh, Neapolitan pizza, New York style pizza, Roman pizza, pizza, calzone, whatever. You have a little something different each year. So. <laughs> Uh, It it could be about the cooking. It could be about the ingredient on it. It could be about uh, the matter to doing it. So uh, every year there are some things, uh, there are little something that you you learn. It's like every day in a restaurant, you're learning everything uh, always, you know? So the Pizza Expo, it's you learning everything always, but 10 times more, you know? I love it. It's a lot of information at the same time.
0: Yeah, I can imagine. Like at some point in your life, was there a like slice of pizza that made you go, oh, this is it. This is, this is a thing that I am passionate about now. Like, do you remember the moment that you realized that you cared enough about pizza to like dedicate your life to it? You know?
1: I remember that time very, very well. Like it was yesterday. It was, it was in Italy and at Rimini. Rimini is the Vegas of the Italy. Okay, <laughs> okay. it's uh, very on the south. Uh, it's it's more no, it's more in the north, but closer than the the the, the beach. And uh, in the in the summer season, it's full of tourists, young people going to uh, to make the party and everything. Mm. And they have one of the biggest convention center there. It was and then a afternoon in downtown Rimini. So I just stopped by a little corner shop, uh, make pizza, uh, Roman pizza, you know, a pizza Altario. Okay. So it's like a s- square pizza. It's like, uh, not focaccia, but this it's thick pizza, you know, very light. It's called Kiko di Grano. And uh, I just ordered uh, a sausage in rapini with, you know, I, I, don't, I remember it was a uh, smoked cheese or something on top. Okay. And uh, one slice of this, and i just uh sat on a bench outside and take a bite of this it was like wow that kind of pizza i i never i never taste a pizza like this in montreal at that time you know i i, I took a bite and went, wow this is when you you said this is great food good food i i had a revelation at that moment yeah the ingredient the mix of the ingredient The taste of the dough, it was uh, very light, like leggere, like very light dough with bubbles, you know, very mm, crispy. It was perfect, you know, simple as a pizza can be. And, uh, you know, like I said, well, oh, this is good food. And this is at that moment, I think, oh, I have to create something, an event, about the pizza, a celebration mm-hmm. about the pizza in Montreal. Sure. I have to find the people in Montreal can doing this, uh, maybe communicate or uh, diffuse information to make a festival. And the people who don't know that kind of pizza can come in the festival or going in a restaurant and eat that kind of pizza. Right. The taste, the good, the new stuff. Yeah. So uh, when I came back to uh, to Montreal, I started the pizza fest.
0: Yeah, I mean that's it, right? Like sometimes you sometimes you taste something that defies the expectations and understanding you had of the thing beforehand, uh-huh. right? And you're like, "Oh, this is this is opening my mind to like the the possibilities and the potential of this uh, this type of food." That's great that you uh that you got to have that moment and that it like prompted you to come back and and not even just, you know, find ways to you know seek that out again here right because that could be one response is to go crap now i have to find someone who can make that again closer to home so i don't have to fly to italy every time i want it but to go no. okay <laughs> let's find ways to like celebrate the spirit of this and celebrate the innovation in pizza especially home you know especially at yes. home where where your community is like i love that i think that's really cool
1: yes because if if you um. Uh... If you come back five years ago in Montreal, this is when I, I start my stuff about the pizza. Mm. It was only the beginning of uh, the pizza, the Neapolitan pizza in Montreal. And mm. uh, after uh, year by year after year, it was a smash. Everybody, you know, uh, talk about the Neapolitan pizza. Mm-hmm. But for the Italian people in Montreal, Neapolitan pizza it's like, OK, well, yeah, OK, it's good. Like um, La Bottega make uh, make it for the first time I think in Montreal they make uh, it for the first time and very well like the best way uh, the closest way from uh, Naples right uh, you can find Montreal, I think bottega they make very nice pizza it's very close to it you know about the dough and uh, the ingredient but uh, the culture of pizza in Montreal it's even even uh, not by the the slice, either it's mm-hmm. just like Greek stuffed pizza, very not pan pizza, but very uh, bready, bready uh, sure. crust, uh, big crust and not so cooked, you know. Most of the people <laughs> are soggy, yeah. uh, maybe, maybe 70% of the people use the same ingredients. Like, I mean, the, the cheese, uh, the pepperoni is the same, uh, furniture is the same, uh. Distributors, so the, the, the culture of pizza is very uh, similar. Yeah, you know, The range is not big like in the U.S. Even in New York, we're not close from New York. We don't have the, the, the New York style pizza, you know? No,
0: exactly. It, it was very homogenous here for a very long time.
1: With the years, I, I can see after five years of, uh, you know, uh, searching and uh, trying and finding new places uh, in new pizzeria, uh we made a nice evolution and we create maybe uh, uh the montreal style pizza you know toronto <laughs> they have their style new york they have their style now uh montreal it's uh, it seems to uh to have this uh this pizza style too we have a uh, lots of people who are making pizza at home now with the little ovens you know uh, the only ovens and stuff like this uh they're very amateur uh, lots of amateur uh Doing pizza and they create something. They make their own dough. they make uh, more the cr- uh, dough more crispy, lighter, not, not so not so chewy. You know, right. Montreal. Is, that we have now a style of pizza in Montreal, and this is, is very good. You
0: know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: Like wow. you talk about the bagel or the the. Meat. <laughs> now, you know, we, we know that the, we have bagels and they're very different than the U.S. and sure, New York. Yeah. You know they're. They're more small and more crispy, you know. They have a taste. Yeah, it's different. So it's the same with the pizza.
0: Well, that's what I was. That's what I've been thinking. Is like when I think about sort of this like emerging Montreal pizza culture, the best pizzas I've had here have one thing in common, and it's that they are very artisanal, right? Like they they are made by the pizza chef who who cares deeply about the ingredients that are going in, who cares about the process behind it, but also on a sort of like technical level, a lot of the time they're either using like wood burning ovens or like the closest yeah. equivalent in a like non-wood burning, but still like extremely high temperature, like designed to kind of imitate that sort of feeling that you get from a wood fire oven. And I think that that speaks to like, there, there is a parallel there with the way that we do our bagels here, right? Where like we have this like really specific way that we do our bagels where they have to be prepared just right and they have to be you know the dough has to have have been boiled first and then it has to go into a wood oven and whereas with our pizzas it's like okay well like I know a lot of people are doing like kind of semi-fermented doughs which is really interesting and exciting and like using these really high temperature ovens to create these really beautiful crispy like almost wood-fired crusts and it's like okay yeah like I see I see this like this parallel here that's kind of building. And it makes me excited to see like what we do next you know
1: yes absolutely and uh it's a science and you know it's more than making food it's uh you have a you have a big science uh behind all of this you know the dough like you said the high temperature level your dough like if you talk about neapolitan pizza it's a more chewy dough it's mm-hmm. more uh, the hydrate the you know the hydration it's uh, uh, mostly bigger than a normal dough, so it cooks very. Uh, you have to have an oven very uh, high temperature to uh, to cook it and very fast, you know. And yeah. uh, like you said, it's sixty, it's one minute sixty seconds, you know, to uh, to have a nice pizza, you know.
0: Yeah, uh, exactly.
1: When you are doing another in another way, maybe it's more like a bread or in a pan pizza. That's uh, that takes more times. It's very very different. The range are very. Uh, very different it's like, like like i said it's uh it's a science is a very uh, more uh exciting and uh than we know than we think you know
0: yeah absolutely i love it and i love living in a city that takes its food seriously enough that we get to see innovation happen every once in a while you know mm-hmm. all right we're going to take a quick break here and head to the mid-roll and then when we get back we're going to talk more about pasta fest mm-hmm. If you're enjoying the show so far, make sure to hit subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on so that you never miss a new episode. While you're at it, consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or sharing this episode with a friend. For every new rating and review we get during the month of May, we'll be donating $2 to The Depot, our local food bank here in NDG. They can turn every $1 into $3 worth of food for a family in need. So by doing the simple free act of leaving a rating and review of the show, you're functionally donating $6 worth of food to people who need it. There is literally no other way to turn zero into six. So if that math is exciting for you, go do it. You can read all about what The Depot is doing at the link in the description of this episode. No Bad Food is a show that is entirely supported by listeners like you over at patreon.com slash No Bad Food Pod. If you're not familiar with Patreon, think of it as an ongoing crowdfunding campaign where you can pledge as little as a dollar a month to help us make our show better and more sustainable for us in the long term. Because let's be real, like Teffer and I both have full-time jobs. We have children. We have bills to pay. Doing this show is a labor of love. And as much as we love doing it, it's always nice to be compensated a little bit so that we can pay our bills and eat good food. (laughs) We're currently trying to grow our Patreon support to reach the $50 a month level. When we get there, we're going to be launching our No Bad Food Recipe Club, where every month we're going to be posting new recipes for you to try out and share with your friends and family. Patrons also get to request topics for episodes of the show, and get access to our exclusive Discord server, where we talk about recent episodes, share the foods that we're cooking, and do a little bit of the -the behind-the-scenes planning, including reaching out for guests. So if any of that sounds exciting for you, please consider joining our Patreon today at patreon.com slash no bad food pod. All right, let's get back to the show. Now, Pastafest MTL 2023. Can you tell us a little bit about what's on the menu? What's on the agenda for this time around?
1: Yeah, this Pastafest is my baby. It's uh it start also after the Pizza Fest. So uh I start I created a monster with the pizza fest first year. You know, I had more than 50s uh uh, restaurants participate. So uh, it was very a uh, nice, uh, success story. And just at, at the beginning, it wasn't the the the, the objective, you know. Sure. It was just to celebrate the pizza and have fun. And after that, everybody wants to be here because uh, it's cool and everybody loves pizza. <laughs> you are vegan, a meat lover, or just uh, pa- people who like uh, a wine pizza, everybody loves the pizza. And you have a pizza for everybody. So. Right this is very the so i i decided to start the pasta fest in the same way so uh it's pasta fest is very simple it's to celebrate the pastas and montreal and uh try to have the best restaurants uh in the lineup so but uh it was more difficult i i I found it more difficult than the pizza because the fresh pastas and uh, cooking the, the pastas authentically, it's very uh, difficult to find these days.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have uh, less restaurant doing it. Right. A uh, lot of restaurants doing spaghetti and fettuccine alfredo. If you want, every uh, <laughs> every good uh, mom and pops uh, restaurant on the corner doing it, but doing it well, it's another thing. You know. Right. So I start my research to find the best places uh, by uh, word of mouth, searching in uh, the top ten, top fifteen by the you know uh, magazine and uh, uh, like example blogs and stuff. Sure, stuff like this. And uh, we had the, the first time at Pasta Fest uh, four years ago because COVID. Uh, we uh, jumped two years one sure. and a half, two editions. So and we started the, the first pasta week because uh, the first edition was a, a week so it was it's, it was named a uh, pasta week right yeah so yeah it was only one week and uh, like i said the the objective is to celebrate the pastas I put a little challenge in this this is why i uh, each year now uh, i'm inviting um, famous or personalities of the industry to come in Montreal to taste uh, the, the the pastas, you know?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So
1: each year we have a special dish or um, not a special dish, but uh, we, we try to uh, choose uh, a dish who represent Italia and then everybody can make. Okay, yeah. Like the first year it was, uh, if I remember well, Cacio e Pepe. Okay, yeah. For the visit of uh, our personality. Example, if we take the name of Caddy Parla, it was uh, the catchway peppy for everybody. So right. the person take a taste, take a bite of each dish at each restaurant during two days, and try to make a, a friendly uh, a friendly score. Try to to make a score of it, you know. Right. Yeah. But it's very it's very not like a big competition. It's more friendly, cool competition. There's sure. no big. Uh, there's no big deals or no, you know, uh, because the problem with this, when you doing, when you doing it too much, um, se- when, uh, seriously, the people, uh, if they don't want, um, some of them, they don't, uh, they they take it personal.
0: Right. You know? Yeah.
1: So this is the problem uh, with that. So I keep it. I keep it, but. Uh, it's very one two three and we don't uh we don't give four or five or fifth or sixth position you know? sure yeah <laughs> we, we gave a top uh, a top three and that's it and it's very subjective and it's the taste of katie perla it's not my <laughs> taste it's just the taste of everybody else so she's
0: very She's a uh, nerd you know? Sure, yeah, yeah, that's it. She's she's coming from outside. She's uh, giving her honest opinion. She's picking her top three. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's, it's tough, right? Because it's, it's a competition. So, of course, everybody's going to want to win, right? But I think yeah. that, you know, yeah, people have to go into it with the understanding that, like, everybody's bringing their A-game and, like just because you lose doesn't mean that what you made isn't also fantastic, right? It just means that the judge liked someone else's a little bit more, you know?
1: And you know, like I said, they're not really, nobody losing something, it's just it's a top three, so and it's very, or, it's very organic from Katie because it's, uh, like you said, it's um, his own taste, it's based on his experience, it's based on she, what she, uh, she ate in their life. And it's very different than uh, if it was a uh, Mr. Mario or David Rocco or... You know, you can name uh, any people from Italia who's cooking the pasta very well. It's very personal. So yeah. you don't have to make it too big. And uh, it's always tricky. This is what I, this, <laughs> the, the word for this, it's tricky. But we keep it because it's funny. Yeah. And people like uh, the challenge and uh, to meet the, the personality. And, you know, we also have for uh, my clientele, who's the people who will visits the the restaurants uh we make a draw with uh it's travel uh it's a flight for two uh, to roma amazing so uh it's the incentive that we found to create a little buzz around it so people have to uh to share their pastas to like the 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 social media so now we're on facebook instagram and tiktok now so to be hand to participate, they have to uh, to follow uh, the um, uh, the restaurants and the pacifists so they have a chance to win something very very cool. So
0: yeah, that's amazing. Uh,
1: we, yeah, and uh, we also have uh, all communication, and we're making a uh, a nice spotlight on nice nice place in Montreal. You know, because also I'm a little bit a Robin of Hood of this. <laughs> <laughs> and you will understand what I'm I trying to say. I, I, I during my um, my work and my research about all of these pastas and pizza um, uh, together. It's uh, when you're searching on the web. It's always the same people. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't want to drop any name, okay? It's not it's not the the objective here. Oh, of course. But It's always the same restaurant, same people who are on the spotlight. Right. So with the pasta and the pizza fest, what uh, I'm trying to do it's to put the the restaurant or the people who they are never on the spotlight right. on the spotlight. So uh we never t- we never we, we never talk about Lemiscadein. We never talk about <laughs> Pasta casareccia. We never talk, no, but now maybe a little bit. I, I don't say it's me, but we never ta- talk about, you know, uh, Quattro restaurant. We never talk about Mattarello. It's always the same others, and I don't want to say any names about the others, right. who's on the top 10, top 15, or the best Italian places in Montreal. And in fact, they're good also, but it's not just them. They've got a nice place around, and uh, every influencers or journalists—I call it uh, like you want—they always talk about uh, the same, uh, the same. Right. And, uh, I think it's very bad. It's bad for an industry, and bad for the scene in Montreal, yeah. and uh, it's bad for the the oldies and the old school people like uh i talk about uh, K- pasta casa with marrow. it's uh it's the uh, og original yeah master uh, of pasta in ndg and uh he made the pasta for most of the those one, you know right, yeah, exactly uh, so and but nobody know him or just the real one know this place you know <laughs> so uh I, you have to to make it happen you know?
0: that's it i may be a little bit biased but personally i think Caserta is one of the better places in the city
1: i think yeah and uh <laughs> not so far off pasta Caserta, i found um i found something very nice i don't know if you like the, the bistro Amerigo
0: yeah they're great hey
1: they're so good but you know it's very local shop yeah. little restaurants that's They it. don't make so much noise but the, the food it's a very the pastas are awesome so but but they they I never saw them in any top 10 top 15 sure. or people talk about them maybe they don't need it but everybody <laughs> needed it you know yeah exactly everybody need it
0: that's it it's know? everybody everybody deserves to uh, to have a little bit of publicity here and there especially you know especially when they're like loved by their community yeah i i think there's something really great about an event that not only focuses on celebrating pasta in the city but but focuses on celebrating the people who are making it too right cuz it's yeah. like you said like we do you know we do have like a pretty prominent food scene here in Montreal but, like, sometimes, yeah, it, sometimes it can be tricky to break into it, right? Like, even even places that have been around for 40 years, like you mentioned Pesta Casareccia, where, you know, listeners of the show, it's no secret, I work there, has been an institution in our neighborhood for, like, 43 years, and... Uh, you know, we actually we do occasionally make lists. We were on the cult MTL list uh, not that long ago. But like, there are countless other spots in the neighborhood that are also fantastic. But like, you don't necessarily see every single time, and like, you know, we, you don't see us every single time either. And it's like, there's no reason for that beyond just that there is not that much publicity, right? And the more saturated a city or a neighborhood gets in terms of food, the harder that becomes, right? So even when the places that get written up are extremely deserving of it because they are there's so much out there that it can be really hard to also get your name out there even if you're making stuff that's fantastic right and it's the same of every industry right like podcasting (laughs) podcasting is the same right there's every like third person has a podcast whether or not it's good as you know another question but like there are so many fantastic independent podcasts that nobody knows about because there's no real easy way to like put yourself out there unless you have a huge marketing budget so doing things like pasta fest is a really great way for restaurants that haven't been able to break that like marketing barrier to get a little bit of an extra boost and like celebrate the thing that everybody loves the most in the process and and that's good food
1: yeah absolutely correct and um you know it was it was my mission at that at that beginning and it, it's always my mission so it's um i'm doing this uh twenty five percent and this uh idea you know uh, with the idea to promote uh to know more about them because every every nice place like uh uh, Bistro Amerigo, Miscadene, they was there 30, 40 years ago. And just that, it's, uh, it's, it's very exceptional, you know. Uh, but they have a story behind this. And the story, it's also uh, important where that food come from, where that idea of food come from, mm-hmm. who made this. Uh, you know, uh, it's they bring some, uh, parts of Italia and uh, and their art in Montreal, because most of them are uh, foreigners, so uh, from Italy, from the war. Mm-hmm. So they bring something in Montreal and that create the whole Montreal that we have now. Yeah. So um, the, the the food culture, it's not all about the chains. It's all about those people that I trying to make uh, in France uh, or, or, or at least two years uh, in, the, in the year, you know? Uh, yeah, but like, like I said, you know, uh, it's very important for me and uh, this is one of the motivation that i have behind all of this you know
0: yeah absolutely well i love that and i love i love the heart that you have for that too i think i think that's really great that you like give a shit
1: yeah no what's what, what what's better than have a conversation with uh with mauro yeah <laughs>
0: that's all you, know, uh, you
1: have a lots of stuff you know lots of uh, funny stories about uh montreal his brother his family and you know it's uh it, it, this is the pasta fest pasta fest it's pasta discovering like I said celebrate But it's also a bunch of stories very funny stuff that you know about each other you know it's uh, for me it's uh, at the end of the day this is uh, this is my reward I'm like that you know
0: yeah I mean totally It's it's a chance not only for you to do what you love but also to like hang out with a bunch of cool people who are making great food and have great stories to tell that's it so uh, you mentioned earlier that every year there's a dish that everybody has to cook for the competition. Yeah. Uh, am I allowed to ask what the special dish is this year?
1: This year we're doing with the authentic uh, ragu bolognese. Okay. So each uh, restaurant uh, wants to be to, par- to participate and have the visit of Katie. Uh, they have to present her uh, the dish with the uh, authentic ragu. That could be the ragu of... Uh, Whatever region uh, you want from Italia, but they have to be authentic. If okay. you make me uh, just uh, tomato sauce with take in it, you know it's a little bit simple. If you make me uh, the real one ragu, by you make me uh, you, you you will make more of a nice impression to uh, to katie Sure, yeah. So, but like I said, more authentic from the region you 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 make it. More score you will have. Sure, this is for the competition, but uh, for a track more the clientele, because most of the time the ragu you have it on the menu all year long. You right, know, yeah. uh, we ask uh, the chefs and we ask the the, the, the restaurants to make uh, a special dish. Right. Yeah. So uh, the special dish, it's the time and uh, to create, it's the time for the chef to uh, to put all they have. Uh, on a pasta dish, you know. And this year we have nice stuff. Uh, You can see on the Instagram and uh, we're starting to advertise at the the mid of the month of April. So uh, you will see roll on it on the Instagram, we have videos. We also have on the website uh, all the pictures of uh, those dishes. So uh, with uh, the name and the ingredient in it, and the place that they serve it so uh it will we, uh, this year particularly we have a nice uh, nice lineup we have uh, very nice restaurants. old we have the old uh, the old restaurants and we have new wave um, I, i i i, I said it like that but the new wave the new <laughs> wave, you know yeah like uh, <laughs> stellina we have like uh, hill medio for me, it's the new wave of pasta. Mm-hmm. This is the young, the youngster, uh, the youngster who start a uh, little comptoir or a little restaurant that uh, they make fresh pasta for me. You know.
0: Yeah, awesome.
1: And I call the oldies more La Dei, Pasta Casareccia and, you know, uh, Restaurant Quattro, And, you know, the oldies for me, it's those. And you have the new wave, more uh, young chef, uh, young buck, you know? Sure, uh, yeah. This is um, who makes the past fest uh, very attractive for, for me. You have everything.
0: No? Yeah, absolutely. That's it. It's it's exciting to get like a mix of the, the people who are seasoned pros and the, the newcomers who are kind of bringing a fresh perspective to things and, and new ideas. And I mean, what I find really exciting is when the seasoned pros have a new idea. Like, man, working with Maro at, at Casareccia is such a treat because he is one of those guys who just like, i mean he's been doing this for for a very long time but it doesn't stop him from trying new stuff on a weekly basis and and you know as the manager i get to sample all of it and it's uh it's It's a it's a real privilege getting to to work with someone like that and and getting to kind of see the way that he thinks about food and the way that you know new dishes come together a little bit like i'm starting to feel like i'm becoming a better cook just by osmosis, a little bit, and it's uh, it's really great. I think uh, you know, again, not to not to toot our horn too much, but I I do think that uh, if people swing by Casareccia during Pasta Fest this year, they're going to have. Uh, Quite a few exciting things to try out, and and I think that will be true of every restaurant participating uh, in the fest this year. Matt, thank you so much for uh, for taking the time to phone in to tell us a little bit about the fest, to tell us about your uh, your life story with pizza. Is there a pasta dish that you have like got in your heart right now that you want to uh, that you want to shout out?
1: For me, if you if you have the chance to pass by, um, uh, Cafe Gentile. Mm-hmm. Bistro Amerigo uh, also have, uh, uh, I think, uh, pasta casaresha made it uh, also uh, cavatelli uh, with uh, Yubarese sausage and rapini. It's it's one of my uh, my my best uh, my best of uh, of the lineup, and this year it will be available as those three places. Yeah, if you have the chance to. Uh, to try the this plate uh, made by a nice chef, Italian chef, it will be, uh, uh, like I said, a good choice. And you have many, many others. Um, you will be, uh, you will be able to see it on the, the website and other uh, other communication from the Pasta Fest. But that dish, that plate of pastas, for me, it's very interesting. Sure. Also, I also have a little place and a shout out. It's a uh, called Conserva so La Rue saint Saint Hubert Street in Montreal okay there's a little uh, Italian grocery style but they make fresh pasta it's very good they have uh, ravioli stuff with uh, truffles it's very very good with okay. uh, fresh mushrooms seps and uh, French uh, yeah French mushroom too truffles it's very very tasty so you can uh you can miss
0: it you know what i love when you told me about the pizza that blew your mind earlier the first thought that i had was oh you know like sausage and rapini pasta that's like a that's like a a a treasure and i thought oh adding smoked mozzarella to that would be incredible oh yeah (laughs) so i love i love that you took it uh you took it full circle there and you came back to uh you know, a pasta dish that's almost reminiscent of that pizza dish that set you on this journey in the first place.
1: Oh, wow. It's a good blend. So <laughs> I got you.
0: Before I let you go, do you want to tell people where they can uh, find all the information about everything that's going on this week?
1: The easiest way is to visit our website. We have a new website. It will be uh, updated at the end of the month, the month of uh, April, Debut May. Sure. So it's www.pastafestmtl.com. Perfect. And on that website, you have all the restaurants. You also have a little bit of information of uh, where uh, uh, the address is, uh, if you can uh, reserve. You have the map also. Uh, lots of information, like I said. You also have the Instagram, Pasta Fest MTL and the Facebook same Past MTL, You can see um, all the participant images. You have also um, all the media review. So we also have a media launch uh, um, the first uh, week of uh, May for the influencers and media. So it will be uh, posted on the, the, the both. So. Perfect.
0: And uh, if people want to follow you on Instagram, what's your handle?
1: Yes, it's uh, Pizza Matt. You can uh, see me on my pizza life and pizza trip <laughs> all around the, uh, the U.S., Canada, and Toronto. So uh, I try to taste and visit a uh, new pizzeria every month. Uh, I don't want to say every day because <laughs> <it's a little laughs> bit, uh, I'm slowly, slowing on the pizza, but... Uh, every time that i have the chance to try something different uh i posted my adventure on the gram so a lot of stories Um, i'm also writing a book uh, about the pizza so uh it's in progress sweet yeah
0: well, that's very exciting. I'm I'm uh, looking forward to seeing that once it's uh once it's ready. Thank you so much, Matt. This has been an absolute pleasure, and uh, I mean, I'll see you you know very soon at the restaurant, and uh, can't wait to see just everything that comes up with Pasta Fest this year. Uh, my pleasure,
1: Tom, and I'm very uh very happy to be uh, on the air with you. It was very fun.
0: I'm glad uh your first podcasting experience uh was yeah. not it, it was good for you? <laughs> it, it was okay for you. You you, you felt good?
1: Uh I survived, yeah.
0: <laughs> Perfect. I'm
1: good. Oh I'm happy, I love the format. <laughs>
0: So that's it for us this week. Thank you so much for listening to this special PastaFest promo episode of No Bad Food. Do you want to be part of the conversation? You can hit us up on the socials at no Bad Food Pod and individually at TeferBear and at Hat and I. If you like this episode and want to help us make the show even better, you can head to Patreon.com slash Pod to donate. For as little as $1 a month, you'll be joining the ranks of fine folks like Gab, Thomas, Anne, Erica, Andrew, Chantal, David, Mallory, Sarah, Nell, Carol Ann, and Rachel. Our patrons get access to all kinds of awesome perks, including the ability to request topics for episodes of the show if that's exciting for you you can head to patreon.com slash no bad food pod to make it happen we also have merch and you can hit the merch link in the description to get all sorts of great stuff from our lovely friends over at the pod cavern merch store and of course you can support us for free by leaving a rating and review on your podcatcher of choice and by sharing this episode with a friend our theme music is by zach you got your sausage in my rapini angles and our cover art is by david you got your rapini in my sausage flam you can find links for both of them in the description of this episode. And last but certainly not least, this show was produced and edited by me, Tom Zalat and I as part of the Podcavern Network. You can find out about all the great shows on our network at www.podcavern.com. See you next week. You understand It just takes a little time No Bad Food is a proud member of the Podcavern Network. For more great shows like this one, head to podcavern.com. Hello, folks. I'm Katie. I'm Vinny. And we host the Learn Real Good podcast. It's a comedy podcast about science. It's also a science podcast with comedy. Each episode, we interview a science grad student about their research. And we keep it casual so you don't need to be a nerd to follow along. We also share some of the latest science newts. Uh, I think you mean the latest science news. Well, people need to hear more about amphibians. I agree with that. So look us up on your favorite podcast source and Learn Real Real Good. Good. Presented by the Podcavern Newtwork. Uh, close enough.